0: Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Lenny, and this is the first broadcast of 2023, which is going to be a wonderful year for you and for me. Yes, 2023. And uh, I'm going to start by saying what I always say, and that is that I love each and every one of you so very much, and I am so grateful and thankful for each and every one of you those that follow on the podcast those that follow on live streams on the website um thank you for all that you are to me and all that you have done for me and my wife your encouraging words your prayers your financial gifts we love you and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts You know, 2022, I, I, a lot of it, a lot of it was a, (laughs) I guess a lot of it was a fog. You know, would you say that, Laura? There's a lot I don't remember. But one thing I do know, 2022 was a victorious year for me and my family. Jesus Christ in me, Jesus Christ defeated cancer. We know he did it on the cross. We know it was buried with him. Our sins, our sicknesses, our diseases. We know that by his stripes we were healed. And he, he defeated cancer in 2022. He did it. You know, I look at all the people that uh, are coming down with this horrendous and horrible disease. And the Lord has given me testimony so that we can encourage people and strengthen them, not only in, in that dreaded, awful disease that has been defeated, but in, 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 in all others, other types of illnesses and sicknesses. This is going to be a year of healing and wholeness. And if you haven't listened to my um, uh, my New Year's Day message from Sunday, please go back to the website and and view the message or uh, Facebook. Or you can listen to it on podcast. You know, podcast and Facebook just has the message if that's what you want uh, to listen to. So please, I encourage you to go back and do that. If you would like to look at the whole service, you can do that on our website. So for some reason, this might be a little bit, you know, a little bit longer than 20 minutes. I'm going to take my time with these subjects. And for those of you who, you know, want to learn and want to grow with me, not only from me, but with me, because I'm always growing. Holy Spirit is always teaching me, always showing me. But for those of you who, you know, want to, to learn and to grow, not only with me, but from me, you know, I believe... These next couple of weeks, you're going to really enjoy. And what we're going to be talking about in these next couple of weeks is faith. Faith. We're going to explore faith. What faith is. And uh, we're going to be talking about two kinds of faith. And one, one type of faith, the church is very, very, very familiar with. But the thing is, it's not faith. It's not faith. See, there are two kinds of faith there is the faith of mental ascent, and there is the faith that is birth by God we are going to explore and look at both but the church is really good with mental assent you know this is where the statement comes from I I I have faith I have faith and let's not get things wrong we possess we do possess the faith of God amen Lord Amen. Let's not get that Amen. wrong. We do possess the faith of God. But most of the church excels in mental ascent. Um, and that is a faith that comes from their own manufacturing and their own willing their own willing and their own manufacturing. I hope you can understand what that means. And this is the statement that follows it usually. I, you know what, I have faith. Don't tell me I don't have faith. And um, it's usually the kind that has been manufactured or that we manufactured. And why why do we do that? Why do we find ourselves in that position? We find ourselves in that position because of statements like Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Okay? And so, you know, first of all, we know, if you've been listening to me, we know that we please God. We always please God. Why? Why? Because we have placed our faith, not the manufactured kind, but the kind that comes, the kind that's birthed, the kinds we're going to be talking about, right? From the hearing about Jesus Christ and the believing in him. When we hear about Jesus Christ, faith, real faith, the faith of God is birthed. It comes with, comes by. It's not manufactured. It's not manufactured. And that faith causes us to believe with our hearts, and then speak with our mouth. So, um, but we become, you know, you know, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you you shall say to this tree be approved i have faith i have faith i, I, I and you know what that type of manufactured faith mental assent is what causes believe it or not it causes us to shut the ear shut our ears on the true hearing that springs forth faith does that make sense, Lord? Mm-hmm. You, you you sure? Yep. Okay. And this is all because of. I believe, uh, and believe, believe when I tell you this, you know, many genuine preachers and teachers and pastors. You know, ministering in the love of God and the love for God and the love for people, but they just don't, you know. Get faith. And so they do. They, they, they're they doing their best. To help people. Right? Manufacture it. And you can't manufacture it. Too many times. Too many of us. Me. I'm talking to me. Try and manufacture it. But you can't. You can't. We know that verse from Romans chapter 10, verse 17, and we're going to explore that. That verse that says, For faith cometh by, faith cometh by, not manufactured, faith cometh by, the hearing, and the hearing, the word of God. Now that's incorrect. It's not supposed to be hearing the word of God. It's supposed to be hearing the words about the Christos, the Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing. Faith cometh by, springs forth from, comes alongside, right? Springs forth from within with the hearing about Jesus the Christ, Christ The anointed one is anointing, not manufactured. Springs forth comes, springs forth comes. Now, you could be at the place where your mind, your soul has become transformed, right? Because of the renewing to the word of God, the truthful word of God, the true covenant that we're in, to the place where, Faith is continually, continually springing forth. Where you are in a place where you can continue because it has, been, it has been awakened within you. It's springing forth. You're not manufacturing it. You're not making it. It's not mental ascent where you can believe and speak. Believe and speak. So, so we're going to look at these things. Now, it's not the word. of. It's, you see, this is where people get it wrong. It's the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. No, no, that is not true. You cannot listen to messages from the wrong covenant. You cannot listen to messages about the law. You cannot listen to messages about the law of Moses and legalism from the wrong covenant and have that, cause that to have faith spring forth. From within you does that make sense Lori? Mm-hmm. L- listen to some of these verses therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed not to that only which is of the law not of, not of of the children of israel only but to all them also which is of the faith of abraham who is the father of us all. Faith that it might be by grace. Not law, legalism, the law of Moses. So it must be, it must be words of the new covenant, words of grace, words about Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. That's Romans chapter four, verse 16. Now here's Galatians chapter two, verse 16 knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, not by works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. So faith will not spring forth from the wrong covenant, from the wrong words, from words of law and legalism, words from the wrong covenant. Galatians chapter three, verse 12. And this is why, this is why it can never happen. The law is not of faith, period. The law is not of faith. Faith cannot spring forth, From adhering to the law, keeping the law, listening to the law. Now, is the law bad? No, the law is holy. But we who walk by the Spirit, who live in the Spirit, who live in the love of God, Paul says we fulfill the law. We don't have to worry about that anymore. And the law is not of faith. And the man that does them, follows them, you're going to have to live in all of them. Every one of them. Big 10, 613. And now, Philippians chapter 3, verse 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Jesus Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the words about the Christos, the anointed one and the anointing. Not mental ascent, not your own manufacturing, but the kind of faith that's within us that now, hearing, hearing the right message, hearing the right words, hearing about Christ, hearing about the anointing the anointed one hearing about his death burial resurrection newness of life new creation realities that message with the hearing will cause faith real faith to spring forth and when the real faith springs forth not faith that's manufactured not mental ascent then you can believe with your heart and speak with your mouth so we have to learn to make a U-turn from mental ascent and come back to springing forth of the faith that is within us that comes from the hearing about Jesus Christ now I told you we're going to look at we're going to look at Romans chapter 10 and we're going to look at it from the Passion Translation. And this is just an introduction. We're going we're gonna to dive deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into this as we go on. And I hope this series blesses you. But let's look at the entirety of chapter 10. And, and I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. And it says this, my beloved brothers and sisters, The passionate desire of my heart and constant prayer to God is for my fellow Israelites to experience salvation. Now we know what salvation is. Soteria, soteriology, that's redemption. So he's saying, my desire is that they would experience the redemption, that they would experience the true forgiveness, that they would experience, right? The true protection, the true wholeness, the true healing, right? True righteousness, This is his heart's desire. Salvation, wholeness, healing, wellness. This is the passionate desire of my heart and constant prayer to God is for my fellow Israelites to experience salvation. For I know that although they are deeply devoted to God, are are you listening to this? How many people do you know are deeply devoted to God and because they're deeply devoted to God, they think they have faith, they're trying to manufacture faith, but it's not the faith of God. Listen to what this is saying. For I know that although they are deeply devoted to God, they are unenlightened. Do you hear that, Lori? Mm -hmm. Don't let legalism and those that adhere to legalism and the wrong covenant ever steal the freedom, the freedom of grace and the message of grace from you. And since they've ignored the righteousness of God, the righteousness that God gives, wanting instead, listen to this, to be acceptable to God because of their own works, they refuse to submit to God's faith Righteousness, faith. Faith, righteousness that comes by the hearing about Jesus Christ. Righteousness, because righteousness gets us everything. And because of Jesus, God has transferred his perfect righteousness to all who believe. Beautiful portion of scripture that's going to give definition to to verse 17, Moses wrote long ago about the need to obey every part of the law in order to be declared right with God. The one who obeys these things must always live in them. Verse six, but we receive the faith righteousness that speaks an entirely different message. Don't for a moment think you need to climb into the heavens To find the Messiah and bring him down, or to descend into the underworld to bring him up from the dead. But the faith righteousness we receive speaks to us in these words of Moses, God's living message is very close to you, as close as your own heart beating in your chest, and as near as the tongue in your mouth. And what is God's living message? It is the revelation of faith for salvation. Do you see that word? Revelation springing forth of faith, right? Which is the message that we preach. What is the message that Paul preaches? For if you publicly declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will experience salvation. This is the message Paul preached. This is the message of salvation. This is the message of grace. This is the word, the message, where faith springs forth from, never is manufactured. The heart that believes in him receives the gift of righteousness of God. And then the mouth confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scripture encourages us with these words, everyone who believes in him will never be disappointed. Verse 12, this is a beautiful chapter. So then faith eliminates distinction between Jew and non jew for he is the same Lord for all people, and he has enough treasures to lavish generously upon all who call on him, and it's true. So what he's saying is, there's no working for it. There's no working for it. Jews, you see, you can't work for it. It's not in work. the works of the law. It's in the believing, and it's the believing for all people. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be rescued and experience new life. So now here we go. Listen to this. But how can people call on him for help if they've not yet believed? And how can they believe in one they've not yet heard of? One they've not yet heard of. Who's this talking about? The Christ, Jesus. And how can they hear the message of life if there's no one to proclaim it? And how can the message be proclaimed if messengers have not yet been sent? That is why the scripture says, how welcome is the arrival of those proclaiming the joyful news of peace and of good tidings to come. The announcement of Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. But listen to what this says, but not everyone welcomes the good news. As Isaiah said, Lord, is there anyone who hears and believes our message? Now listen to verse 17. Faith then is birth in a heart. You see, it's birth, it springs forth. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the words of the Christos, about the Christos, the anointed one and the anointing. Faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the Anointed One. It cannot be said any better than that. It is not manufactured. It is not mental ascent, which is what we are full of, which I was full of. But it becomes birth. It becomes birth. It's a response. It responds. It responds. It's birth. It springs forth from God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. Period. Never manufactured. And if you keep listening to messages about the anointed one and his anointing, the anointed one and his anointing, newness of life, new creation life, resurrection life, one with Jesus Christ, faith becomes birthed. Faith springs forth. God faith, not manufactured faith. Can it be that Israel hasn't heard the message? No, they've heard it. Believe it or not, people have heard the same message you and I are hearing, you and I are preaching. They hear it, but they're stuck in the wrong covenant. They're stuck in another message. No, they've heard it. For the voice has been heard throughout the world, and this message has gone to the ends of the earth. So again, I ask, didn't Israel already understand that God's message was for others as well as for themselves? Yes, they certainly did understand, for Moses was the first to say it. I will make you jealous of a people who are nobodies, and I will use people with no understanding to provoke you to anger. And Isaiah, the fearless prophet, dared to declare, "Though those who found me weren't even seeking me. Oh, I love that. I manifested myself before those who weren't even asking to know me. Yet regarding Israel, Isaiah says with love, I have held out my hands day after day, offering myself to this unbelieving and stubborn people. What is the difference between Israel and the Gentiles? Simply this, the word about Jesus the Christ, his death, burial, resurrection, The anointed one who brings forgiveness of sins, who brings salvation, who brings newness of life, who brings resurrection life, who brings new creation realities, who brings the uniting between man and God. The Gentiles stumbled across that message. And when they did, that message caused faith to spring forth from within them as they heard and they were able to believe with their heart and then speak with their mouth. That's the difference between mental assent and real faith that is birthed from within us with the hearing about the true words, the right words, the new covenant words, the new new gospel of grace words, the message of Christ, the anointed one, and the anointing. Faith will just spring forth. You will never ever have to manufacture it. And when it comes, that's when we believe with our heart and speak it with our mouth. That's when we take it. So I hope that this first introductory message on faith has blessed you. I haven't even finished with all of today's introduction We're going to continue it tomorrow. If this is blessing you so far, please message me. Let me know. If you don't want it to be seen on on Facebook for all, then privately message me, instant message me. I love you, and 2023 is going to be an amazing year for you and for me. I love you. Lori and I will see you tomorrow.